Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808 and the final part of the 808 Chamber. We've already talked about the Super Bowl Halftime Show. We've already talked about Jay Dillon Month in February 2022. And now we're going to talk about Kanye's new documentary on Netflix. At the time of recording, the second episode wasn't out, but we're giving you a general feel on what we think about Kanye's, you know, legacy, where this documentary lies in it. And what do you think? What do you think to the documentary? Hit us up in the comments. Let us know. And also, don't forget, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your mum, tell your dad, get involved with these things. It's always better and there's a bit of community going on and without further ado here's john here's yemi here's ray and here's me talking about kanye west right kanye west the kanye trilogy so what three films in a row made by his man Cuddy Sims Simmons is it Cuddy Simmons and yeah I, I, I'm here have people watched it what are their thoughts on Kanye let's maybe avoid some of the fucking weird shit he's doing again before Donda 2 drops because I'm not here for that fucking gossip but I'm also not there's a there's a route down there but let's talk about the, the doc if anyone has watched it well first yeah. things first shout out Julia Fox you're a weirdo but um, I haven't watched the documentary uh, I'm waiting until it, um, until the third one comes out I think it's out early next month so I can just watch it in bulk mm-hmm. but from what I've heard uh, it's everybody loves it and everybody thinks it's amazing and all that yeah fair man yeah. I heard there was a Kanye Netflix documentary and I just thought that is so avoidable I'm not going to watch that it's just going to be it's just going to be him in the dark um, playing shit demos to a load of fucking wankers who just think that he's the best thing ever and then I was like oh no this is like some guy who's been following him around since the beginning like mm. since way 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 at the beginning and it's like his entire journey to the point where he's at now and so I was like, okay, well, maybe just like part one will be good because they'll just obviously ram that in early and then just move on to him being a twat. But actually, this is I've enjoyed this as much as any music documentary I've ever watched. I'm, I'm episode one done. I'm halfway through the second episode because mm-hmm. it is they are taking their time with his like early part of his career, which to mm. me is the bit I enjoyed the most of his of his journey. Mm. Um, creatively like that just when he's playing like beats like through the wire and jesus walks to people and they're just like they don't get it it's like you forget <laughs> that era like n- there, no one was making stuff like that mm. and he just wasn't taken seriously as like a, as a rapper and his real struggle and his drive to like convince people basically and it's funny because you would like everyone in the world knows who kanye west is now all those tracks are like those albums are legendary like they're classics right but at the time it's just funny like people just sort of like people like Memphis Bleak, like giving him encouragement, like, oh, this, I'm a real rapper. You're and Bleak's, uh, you know, when you, when you make it, people hate you. It's like, all right, calm down. Um, but it was like, you know, all these, all these like characters where you're seeing, like, obviously that Scarface in the studio having a conversation about family business, hearing it for the first time, right. Stuff like that. It's that sort of stuff that, that I really enjoy and really like in terms of like access to this uh, documentary. And like I said, it's, it's really focused on, him as a person and as a like creative outlet with no like doesn't seem anyway at the moment there's any spin or like trying to create this mystique around him like i don't know if anyone's seen the chris brown documentary that sort of paints him as this saint and it's like mate we we know that you're like a talented artist and like an amazing performer but you're also a twat and an arsehole and like stop trying to spin it and make me feel sorry for you because mm. Uh, Rihanna fell yeah. into your hand. Like we know you, you're the bad guy in this scenario. They're not trying to do this with the kind, the kind of documentary. It's literally just like we've got, we've got literal years of footage, and you're going to see all this amazing stuff, like backstage stuff, all this stuff of all these characters that you know mm. in the world of hip hop. You're getting access to that. I, I think it is amazing, and I think like people that 
love hip hop and love that era, you'll you will honestly buzz off it. And just anyone who's interested in like interesting people, I think will be fascinated by it. It's really good. Mm. And we are kind of with you there. What, what what are you saying, Ray? Have you watched it? Have you watched any of the content? I, I really I really love the idea that there's a load of like documentary filmmakers that have been following people around for years going, hopefully they'll make it. It'd be really big. <laughs> Imagine all the footage, the footage of just dog shit eyes that are just like all uh, those guys out of side yeah. some training giving you just, a CD. Just, mm. but if, I, I don't I don't even know how this documentary came about. Like because yeah, pans up. I haven't I haven't watched it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't didn't have didn't have a chance, but now given your reviews, because I was more on along the lines of like, I just I haven't watched I haven't watched uh, Get Back yet either. So it's just it's oh, on my fuck, it's on the man, you know geez. yeah exactly yeah. yeah. So I've been avoiding people talking about that, and oh, then so and now that there's another one. I'm like for fuck's sake, Get Back <laughs> might be one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. I have to say. Oh, but Look, anyway, I, I bought, I've got an electric skateboard and that's taking up all my time. Fuck There's me. Jeez, I think you saw the meme of that guy in LA singing fucking, was it, uh, what was it again? Rumours by uh, Fleetwood Mac on the, oh, yeah. you remember that oh, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels He's like a, you've watched. It wasn't the electric skateboard, though, was it? Oh, it was going pretty fast, mate. I don't know. <laughs> hey, well, listen, I'm, I'll be, I'll be, if you're talking about me, you know, sleeping on the social media, I'll, I'll remaking i'll be remaking that soon with hopefully not falling off because that's that's always on the cards but anyway documentary back to the documentary <laughs> yeah back to the dark back to the dark uh yeah I, i'm kind of with i'm kind of with you uh uh john i was i don't know it's like it's odd for me because we have we have got two kanye episodes in the can for our next series so i've been deep in the kanye kind of research mode anyway but because we've done two episodes we've, we've gone through his first six albums so I've been really sitting with them a lot and I have had a reappreciation of Kanye in my personal household space. You know, my wife knows I listen to Kanye a lot more now because I keep, you forget actually, Jesus Christ, this guy changed it twice, three times. When I say it, like the whole thing, like he changed the whole thing. If you, and maybe, you know, he took a lot of leaps with other people. Like I listened to rock Marciano's Marsberg the other day and there's a track on there. I think it's pop, which sounds just like numbers on the board. No panic sounds like numbers on the board with push a T and it made me think of, Oh, like these sounds were still around, but wow, you, you kind of put it all together and you know, like the way he did dark twisted fantasy and that. So, but then to see this, it was nice to have that reaffirmation a little bit that before his mum died and before like, you know, he, all that shit went wrong for him and he then became this weird troll figure. Uh, yeah, this is like a real weird detachment from all that, isn't it? I suppose, John, isn't it? Like the first one isn't, is very detached from that feeling you have of Kanye now. Um, yeah. And I do I mean, feel- considering it's a trilogy, I'm hmm. oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, no, go on, go on, go on, no, no, go on. I was going to say, considering it's a trilogy and I'm halfway through the middle part, we are still- that the album um, College Dropout's not even out. Like they're still like trying to basically get mm. the first video for Through the Wire, like record. So I'm like, this is great because mm. when there's no way, there's no way this this documentary is going to get far enough to the shit that I don't enjoy. Mm. And like we're we're really like still in that era, and it's just like they are. Like I said, they're really taking their time with you know little things like he. They won't give. I mean, I don't. These aren't spoilers. I think people know this about him, but like mm. they're basically Rockefeller were kind of stalling on release. And so he was just trying to get the album recorded. So he was like calling in favors from people he'd like done a beat for like ludicrous. He was like, Oh no, you're in the studio today recording your album. Can you just put a verse down for me? Mm. Oh yeah, go on then. 
like, oh, I heard Pharrell's in the other studio. I'm going to go and play him through the wire and get his reaction, film it for the video. Like all these things, you're just like, this is just so interesting. Like you see mm. them, like when I saw the video and there's Pharrell's reaction in the video, I'm like, I remember that, but I didn't realize that he, that mm. wasn't like part of the video. It's like they were just there and they wanted to film that. That's the sort of like documentation of the culture we love that you just don't get that much. Yeah. And it's actually like, it's fascinating to see it. I love it. There's a lot of document, the right word there, mate, because it takes you back to that early noughties time when hip hop was so weird, like it was different there, but that scene just blazed there. And seeing him and just blaze yeah. and they're talking like how they, I don't know, steal shop and steal a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like they're working together and he's the only, was he say something? I can't remember what he says, but it's something like, oh, you know, he's the only one I've got to watch out for. He's trying to take my job kind of yeah. thing. And seeing two, you know, kind of giants going at it at the same time. Pretty interested. I thought it's pure power of belief in it. Like just believing oh, in yeah. something, how his mum plays a role in it and what she says, some really interesting, like, you know, some really poignant things she starts saying, like, what does she say to him? One moment in it, which really you think, fuck, like you could actually do with this right now. But she, at one point she says, Kanye, you are going to need an angel to look out for you, which I thought, oh God. Yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of really odd because you were that person. And then she says something <laughs> like, uh, what was it again? Like a giant looks, the giant in, looks, looks in, the in the mirror, mirror and, and he sees nothing. nothing. She's talking about his ego. She says, you are being very arrogant. And you think, that's interesting. Like, you're, you're, you know, and, and this is the stuff in the research when you hear he's sitting with Talib and he's saying, yeah, I've got three albums, you know, late, great, great registration, then good ass job, bang, I'm going to win Grammys. And Talib would be sitting there next to him being like, motherfucker, you haven't got a deal yet. What are you talking about? Like, and he's already mapped out his first three albums and his Grammy speeches and all this shit. And you think that power of belief in someone is, quite interesting and i thought um yeah there's moments he's a visionary, when, right? yeah yeah he's a visionary. yeah and there's moments though there's moments when you realize people shit on his rapping right and i've always enjoyed two words but he's sitting there with most death and they're both rapping two words most kills that just because most sticks yeah. to the concept most does two words for every thing kanye kind of goes a bit thingy but fucking avon barksdale sitting there next to him <laughs> and it like we all loved about it fucking they're rhyming they're like when it goes to kanye's verse it's like he's rhyming for his life mate you know when you yeah. go to these standard like these open mics and you go to mic battles back in the day and you know one guy's out there and he might not be that good but he's fucking hungry and he's just like, like they go at it he's that guy and it pans to avon barksdale who's just got like his mouth is wide open like what the fuck what is this guy and then he almost has to get the camera and pull it back that's how hungry is for the attention you know he's like no don't look at him look at me i'm rapping right now and that demand and just that um yeah what if moments man like you talk there about people not giving a shit about him the guy at raucous in the dock saying yeah. raucous you should be on raucous we've got the mcs we've got the conscious rap that remember he started as a conscious rapper with a gucci backpack that was who he was you know he was there to tell us about, you know, all the shit, but also I drive a really nice whip, a really weird amalgamation of conscious rap and, and yeah. Rockefeller rap, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. But it, it, sounds, be, it, sounds it just sounds like, sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, no, go, go, go. It just go. sounds like this, this whole documentary from what you guys are saying, it just sounds like oh, the maddest omen of what he would become. Yeah. Bro, they even talk about his porn addiction. You know, he he talks about it in in recent, well, more recent times. There's a moment in it where I was like, oh, fuck, they even caught that, where he goes to a newspaper stand and he goes, I got an addiction, man. And he gets a porn mag. He's literally saying the things that we 
it's really odd. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The foreshadowing is is really is really like troubling, isn't it? Like things with his mum about his ego. Mm. Yeah, the thing about like the porn addiction stuff. Like there's just there's a lot of stuff that you're like actually now it's all good right and Ray's point is really true which is like if you recorded everyone's life and then look back on it right but we're never going to see most of these documentaries because yeah. they end up just like going nowhere and it's really interesting because we we know the end and so like all these things that really happen, that set bit. these wheels in motion which is like Joking. absolutely crazy and I think that's what makes it really compelling is you know the end so it's like the journey is the interesting bit and it's like I, you don't necessarily realize all the the struggles and stuff that he'd gone through to get to that point you just kind of think oh yeah college dropout came or he did all these beats for jay-z on blueprint and then college dropout comes out and then he becomes this massive star and it's like yeah but mm. it actually is completely different and the time frames for these things were much longer than than i remember anyway yeah no absolutely man definitely talk about foreshadowing he, he's, he's having beef already in the first episode, he's having beef for people. You think, yeah. fuck, man, this is what he keeps doing. He's doing this now, man. He has industry beef right now, and he's having beef for people. But funny that they catch it on film, don't they? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Doug Infinite and all that shit. But yeah, okay, well, that's interesting. I think I'd recommend it. I think I would recommend it, just like John. Um, let's go into the comments before we chip then. Let's see what people are saying, if they've got any thoughts on Kanye. Uh, not much, no. Uh, oh, Steve Piper, did they film him stealing an evidence beat? Which beat is that? Which beat did he steal? I don't know. Last this. call, right? Oh. Is it last call? No, but didn't isn't evidence credited on that? Because then evidence was on the Grammy when evidence has a Grammy on his name, right? Maybe, maybe. I feel like I, I, feel like I saw somewhere or maybe read somewhere that that's an evidence beat. I could be wrong. Uh, no, I think sure. it might be last call. Um, I think you might be on it. And I reckon, um, I think evidence got credited when they got a Grammy. So I think evidence has a Grammy to his name. So Steve, I hope he did get credited because yeah. evidence is a G. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, interesting. Well, there you go. Kanye, lads, it's been great having you on, man. This is fucking fun. I can't believe we've been here an hour and a half. Yo, 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 just breaking up this episode to tell you all about the Crate 808 Patreon, a place where you can help support the show so we can make you more dope rap chat and to go out there and get some bonus episodes under your belt and also get involved with the live chats with the Crate 808 crew and guests. Go to crate808.com or go to patreon.com slash crate808. Sign up for as little as buying us lunch every month. You can get two bonus episodes, including including hidden gem album reviews from the golden era of the 90s and also you get our series focusing on MF Doom and Jay Diller and also the Wu-Tang Chronicles. Once a month we drop an album review of every single Wu-Tang member. We're going to go through every solo album and then review it for you guys and right now it's Ghostface. Go in there, get them Ghostface Killer Editions in your catalogue. So get involved, help us grow this show and yes, big yourselves up, enjoy the rest of the episode. Boom. But yeah, man, I've really enjoyed just this recap. Here's a quick one then before we go. Last great piece of music you heard, old or new. Uh, whoever wants to go first, please do. Um, I'd like it to be new because I need some new recommendations. But yeah, okay, my last my last great piece of music that I was listening to, it's not new. It's a 1995 hip-hop album. It's by um I don't know if you yeah, I don't know if you've heard of this. <clears throat> it's called it sounds like King Ghidorah. It's not King Ghidorah. King Ghidra. Do you have you heard of it? Is it I don't King know if it's big if it, people know them. Right. It's King G I Double D R A. Right. They're Japanese. They're Japanese hip hop group. And the beats are fucking ridiculous. And if you just 
Yeah, if you search King King Gidra on, on Spotify, they've got there's only got one album, and you look at the track listing, it's like it's all in Japanese. There's no there's it's just all it's you right. know it, this exposure to something, this whole culture of shit that was happening in a different country that you got no exposure to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you find this album, I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then you look at the release date, it's '95. I'm like, this is why I love it. This yeah. is '90s hip hop, and I'm discovering new shit now. And just like I worked out the other day, like how long. Just, just the hip hop albums that were released in the nineties, um, only according to Wikipedia, so at least fucking a hundred times more than more than what's listed on there. And it would take, um, I think, like it was seven seven months and two weeks um, of constant listening to listen to everything all nineties hip hop. Basically, what it basically it brought. It's just it put a smile on my face that there's still nineties hip hop out yeah. there that we none of us have heard yet. And we uh, still Ray, didn't discover I it. I feel like that's my Ray, life. Have, Ray, have you heard of a, uh, there's a YouTube radio station called Mellow Town, which is basically 24-7 East Coast, West Coast, instrumental, 90s rap. Um, it's it's dope. So okay. gonna, put that on the list of things to send you as well. You'll be in heaven for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you give a passport <laughs> to heaven. He's got a passport All to heaven, stuff. this guy now. He's got a passport for heaven. What's it what's it called? Mad underground. What's it called, Yemi? It's called Mellow Town. M-E-L-O and then Town. Mellow Town. Yeah, cool. Look at that. Dropping gems yeah. on them. Dropping gems on them. Uh, Yemi, John, any any last great pieces of music for you before we go? I mean, this caught me off guard because I, I just follow him uh, on like Instagram and I saw like promos for stuff and I was like, I don't know why, but I just really like I like him. And I was like, oh, I'm going to check this new project out. Corday from a mm. bird's eye view. I really like that project and I really like him. I think he's really, really, really talented. Okay. And I don't listen to a lot of new hip hop. So it's like, I feel like, not that that, not that my opinion is like, if, if he passes my test, then he must be good. But <laughs> That's right. That's it, what it obviously, <laughs> yeah. It obviously caught my attention enough to be like, oh shit, I'm going to listen to it. And I, I've always like quite appreciated him on features and other bits and pieces. And the project's really good. Okay. I've listened to a few interviews since where he's like, please do listen to it like mm-hmm. you used to listen to albums like i've made it to listen to it in order like there's a story is the whole love thing it. through the thing and i appreciate that it's really good recommend it love that uh yemi what you got i'm gonna cheat so i'm gonna give you old and new okay so for the last like month or so i've been listening to like classic albums today's album was in crimson mm. King. Fantastic album. Um, it's a really dope mix of like jazz and progressive rock that you know never lets up. Like tra- the transitions on it are great. The singing is immaculate. Dope, dope, dope piece of work. Um, still mm. sounds fresh as well. Probably because it was remastered. I listened to the version, yeah. but um, very, very dope. Um, check it out if you haven't. And then on the new front, um, an album called "Few Good Things" by Saba. Um, yes. That is a really, really dope album as well. Saba has been quietly doing this thing. The last few years, um, mm-hmm. and his latest album is a dope project, man. Um, very mellow, but also very heartfelt. And it's got a great first and Black Thought as well at the end. Let's so, go, yeah, man. Let's Check go. Out. You have me at Black Thought. Fair play. <laughs> love it. I love it. You know that, bro. You know uh, that. Amazing. Yeah, Let's go. Uh, okay, my last one. What was it? Cities of Eve. I don't know if anyone says Cities of Eve. Uh, man plays the horn that uh, project could could be in our uh, midway season you know kind of review whenever that pops up uh, but because it is there's it's huge for one thing and two there's just so many like different 
feels to that. So yeah, Cities of Eve, I'll, I'll big that up uh, and hopefully get to talk about it a bit more on the next few future episodes. But man, this let's go to yeah. the comments before we go then. Hold on, have we got anyone else? Nick Sheffield popped up. Here we go, Nick Sheffield with the uh, shin, shin pads. He has a shin pad story. If no one's heard this, no one's heard the last few episodes. You know, that's going to feel like a very odd thing to say. But yes, Nick Sheffield, he loved the first episode of Kanye's thing. Steve Piper, Mellow Town is great. That man knows. That man knows. Uh, Jack, Fun Crusher Plus is back on streaming and he's been rinsing it all over. Yes, it is. I, I saw this on Twitter. Fun Crusher Plus is back, which is odd. Uh, I, I did not think that would come back. I haven't seen LP say anything about it, so I didn't know if it was coming back. And uh, Steve says, Johnny's P's Johnny P's caddy has been rinsed a lot. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Banger. Yemi's feeling it. Yemi's feeling it. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Right, guys. Thank you so much. Wait. Go on. Before you wrap up, I just feel like it's, it's got to be mentioned. One step closer to infinity. Have you heard of it? Why does that ring it's a bell? This new cannabis album. Oh, oh God. He's oh, killed God. it. He's absolutely Damn. killed it. You still listen to cannabis in 2022? Hell yeah. You fucking yeah, believe it. The, this album, the, the album is ridiculous. And he is so cannabis on it as well so good yeah <laughs> intergalactic shit all, all of it you just yeah see the thing was quality. i was wondering what content we're going to do for march now i know it's just going to be cannabis content anyone who's here for cannabis and also content, to, i mean go. to bring some modern stuff as well because i never do but chris rivers new album is just is oh pretty, you don't change do you chris rivers big pun let's go Okay. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, as long as he's related to someone from the nineties, fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> from the nineties. That's fine. Exactly. But no, this has been amazing, lad. This has been great. I, I was going to say, uh, anytime you guys want to come back on, jump on, man. It's been great to have you. It's been a nice dynamic. It's been good stuff. And Ray's not got that angry, so you must have a good effect on him. I like it. He hasn't got that. Angry. Holding it back. I'm holding. It oh, back. he is. You're getting better. You're getting better. Thank you, everyone, in the comments for joining. It's been a wicked. Uh, Jack, just to annoy Ray, continuing to the currency and alchemist record is great. And alchemist reference gets in there right at the end, just to annoy Ray. Really good. It, it is good. It is good. That's the thing. He's like mm -hmm. a liar. He's really right. Good. He's right. Has he got drums? Has he got drums? Hey. Harry, it doesn't matter. Don't, don't, let's not. Let's not. Thought small, done. small, small, small. Small, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. It's sprinkled, it's sprinkled, it's sprinkled. Yeah, a hint of drum, a hint, <laughs> a right. subtle drum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there you go, our final little episode, this mini episode. Let me know what you think to the mini episodes uh, of, of the 808th Chamber. Uh, again, patreon.com slash crates 808 if you want to get involved. Have your voice heard once a month. We have these little geek out sessions. And yeah, man, next up, next month, who knows what it's going to be, but it could be quite cannabis, which I'm absolutely here for. We're a 90s podcast. Cannabis was huge in the 90s. So let's go. Let's go.